Okay, well, I'm just going to start it. We're started. Do you care? No, I thought we already started. No, I wish we would have, but... Uh, Friendly I'm... coffee mug, man. Yeah, we've had a whole... We've also had a whole conversation about... No, uh... we should have recorded that. There's a little bit... There's some of that we can talk about, but as far as, like, names go... Right. I hate talking about certain things. I never talk about comedy on this podcast, and I swear to God I've said that the last five podcasts. Because I really, I've never tried, I just try to be funny on a fucking podcast, you know? But there's been a few things over the last, like, two months where you go, well, that's big enough now that it's busted through the mm-hmm. regular human zeitgeist. But you know what's been happening to me a lot? I'll just be walking on the street and I'll hear a conversation past me, and it's about comedy. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, like, so weird. Like, so the, the, the Chappelle's new special. I'm like, and I feel like I'm in, like, like a weird, like, I don't know, virtual reality. Yeah. Where I don't, I'm not exposed to humanity. But it is, it is a... It is like is the touchstone the right word for yes. most people? It's 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 a big part of people's lives and what they consume. Sure, but we we are vampires. You referenced Blade uh, briefly before, and then I'm going to give you a whole intro, and we're going to get into this whole thing. But we're doing it. Comedians are vampires. We do not walk with people. We walk no. around people, and like, but we don't walk with human no. people. So when you are in a place and you hear somebody go, "Oh man, I just saw." And they name someone you know. You go, numbers in your phone. Yes. You go, hey, wait, I know them. But, but yeah. they don't even see us. It's like Beetlejuice. They don't, you know, <laughs> nobody saw Alec Baldwin and, and Gina Davis except for, um, was it Chris, not Christina Ricci. Is that who that was? No. What was her name? Um, what's the girl's Christina, name? Christina Ricci was in Casper. Casper. What's the woman's name in? Winona Ryder. Yes. Thank you. Good yeah. God. She can see Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis. Here's what I'm trying to say to you, Matthew Bizarre. Comedians are Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis dead in the seal in the attic. Oh, we're phantasms observing reality, but not not being part of it. And people can't see us until we uh, become like big Walk name oh, people, yeah. or become you know what I mean. I like New York though, because I lived in LA for four years, and here I just feel like a regular person. Yeah, my job just feels like a job. I'm, I'm glad I like it so much, but like I interact with people. I feel like a normal person. I just, I, yeah, in my in my apartment or when I'm working out next to someone, like, yeah, we're both here and that's normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. I've walked down the street and seen, well, who did I see the other day on the street? Leave Schreiber waiting outside of a restaurant? Me too. Where? I don't remember, but I saw Leave Schreiber outside of a restaurant. West 4th, e, e, well, 4th and Broadway is basically where I saw him. I was crossing from Cellar to New York Comedy Club and he was, uh, first of all, uh, Matthew Broussard is here, everybody. Hey, that's um, my name. This is uh, Positive Anger. Thank you guys so much for listening. We got Matthew Broussard here. Great comedian. Happy's here. Um, okay. So, but wh- is that where you kind of saw him in that same place? I cannot remember. I just remember looking at him like, whoa, that was Lee Schreiber. And he turned to me and he looked at me. He was he was wearing those little, you know, those like cyclist uh, shoes, the ones that click into the bike. And he was holding the bike, waiting for somebody in the restaurant to bring him food. And then he was going to click back into the bike. And walk away. But nobody was bothering him. Nobody said anything to him. They just, you know. Mm-hmm. He is a dignified man. He has a lot of dignity to him. Okay. Like, he seems like a normal, like he has like a very, like when he when he looks around, he just, he seems very pensive and aware of his surrounding and very, you know, like contemplative. I don't know. I just like him. That's I hope Steve that. Buscemi on the seat. Where? I was walking. I, I was walking <laughs> from New York Comedy Club. Uh, probably I was headed uh, east. So this okay, yeah. Um, uh, no, it's the, Alphabet the, the, the East, City type deal. Yeah, towards, okay, kind of towards Alphabet City. Yeah, and I walked past and I was like, "Whoa!" And nobody says anything. But and, no and, one says and, anything. And you yeah. know him. He's not. He's a guy that you see and you know. There's no way most Real people. Real funny looking fella. Everybody <laughs> see well, uh, Fargo with him. Yeah, funny looking fella. Yeah, like, oh, funny how? Yeah. Oh no, just funny looking. Just funny looking. Funny movie, man. Movie's fantastic. I've I never saw it for the first time a couple on a plane like uh, three weeks ago. Why? I don't know. I was I was kind of young when it came out. My Did mom they, my mom told me it was very violent. I shouldn't watch it. You know what's very funny? My I I almost watched it basically with my mom. My mom never had any of those things when I was a kid. She would right. just like I would watch I watched Shawshank Redemption with her when I was like nine. Yeah. And her sister was like, "You're letting him. You're letting him watch this." And she's like, "What are you talking about?" And it was basically that scene where the rape. Yes, those guys are like, you know, we're gonna fuck your face here, or you're or you're dead. And then uh, yeah, I probably shouldn't have seen it at nine, is what I'm saying. But right. Fargo, I wonder if on the plane, that's why I ask. I wonder if they, they cut out any scenes. If there's any, yeah. you sure? Because there's a lot of swearing in that movie, and there's a lot of, like, really, yeah. you know. There's swearing. There's a prostitute scene, I think. They showed that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. if they showed that, then they showed it all. Because if it you watch it on. It was Jet Blue. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! 
All right, comedy. Back to comedy, everybody. Yeah. We're having a good time. This is comedy. So Fargo, yeah, Fargo, I saw a long, long time ago, and I absolutely love that movie. I did, this last, whatever, I did um, Just for Laughs uh, this past year, hosted by William H. Macy, and I really just wanted to say to him, dude, Fargo. You could fucking Fargo, dude. Dude. But I, I, I didn't. I was. I treated him like a human being. I, I went over. Yeah. I go, hey man, that was so great. And he's like, what you guys do is so great. And that was it. But I wanted to be like fucking Fargo, dude. You should read about the movie. I just like read quick. I read the Wikipedia article, and there's all these really cool stories about William H Macy coming in for the audition and being like, listen, I don't know how you plan to this part to go, but I am how you're going to book this. I am who you need for this. <laughs> so there's some like one of those like cool stories. That's probably uh, what, what, what's the word? Not parabolic, apocryphal. Okay. Let's get this mixed up. Or it's like probably just more of a demonstration of like, uh, of of some like you know take it by the horns kind of story yeah. and 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 acting. But it was uh, it was it was cool. And then they talked about remember the two prostitutes. Yeah. One of the two prostitutes was the accent coach for that movie. Interesting. Taught them all because they all had to like really learn. Funny looking was it her? Was it that one? I, can't, I don't know which. It was just one of the two. Gotcha. And she coached everyone, and they, it was it was a big part. And they talked about how the accent was a character in that movie. And they talk about I, I believe there it's like a very I want to say Danish or or some Scandinavian country that moved into you know Wisconsin or what was it? No, no, it's it's North uh, Dakota. North Dakota. Yeah. Um, and 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 there are traces of that the linguistics of that. Uh, country in in that accent the okay. same songiness of, of the of the same reason that the the chef and the muppets like hoi did, hoi did, hoi did, hoi, is why uh how are you doing do, do, do. you know like it's yeah uh, yeah the chef from the yeah i get it yeah yeah so i didn't know that, that about the them though do you know so did you hear this about fargo did you see this about fargo this is so is, long is, ago is, is, is do you hear about Jay this Leno? hear about this yes a curtain <laughs> opens up i now perform to a crowd while you have to sit here um in exposed brick studios the the uh, there was a woman. So you know how at the very beginning of the movie, it's like this is based on a true story. Yeah, it's what, not exactly. Yeah, but, but I'm I'm proud they did that. Like it's yeah, great. It does make it more entertaining to. Of course. To yeah. When I was a kid, I was like, oh my god, this is cool as hell, and it's still great without that. But there was a woman in Japan who saw that movie. Okay, and you know when Steve Buscemi. Yeah, I became obsessed with it, and that became a movie. No. Well, I, that part I don't know, actually. There's a movie about, there's a documentary about the woman who's obsessed with finding the real people. Is it? Okay, because from or what I understand, it's... there was a Japanese woman who became obsessed with the movie, flew to North Dakota to find the money that Steve Buscemi buried in the snow. Remember at the end of the movie where he just goes to that weird fence in the yes, middle of nowhere and buries money with a, with a, a, a scraper? Mm-hmm. She flew there and died. She died looking for fake money, money that didn't exist. And that girl was the villain in the ring. Yes. Yes. And it all, it all, everything ties into one another. You know, yeah. there's there's a six degrees of separation from every other movie with Fargo. Really? Well, let's look at uh, okay, Fargo, right? William H Macy, Jurassic Park three, is really, um, you know, in the end of Fargo when he gets arrested. Mm-hmm. in the hotel room in his underwear what we don't see is he beats the case right he beats uh, the case because he's like look i don't know man i needed money and times were tough and my my father-in-law is a piece of garbage beats the case um he starts working in archaeology he uh, his uh his child is is taken and now he hires people to go to uh the island of isla nubar to get his child back in jurassic park three but that's the same character william h macy in Jurassic Park 3 is the exact same character as Fargo. He's just changed his voice a little bit, moved his life around, you know, because he had to, he had to start over. That's his yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think of another movie I do that with where I, I tie them together, but ah, that's such a fun game. Here's a, here's a question. I, I don't know <laughs> if I'm, I'm getting more mature or, or if this is a thing always, but, but, but the older I get, the more I, I change my definition of what a comedy is because watching Fargo, that movie is a comedy and nothing else to me. And I think it's deemed a drama by most people. Or black comedy at black, least. But, but, but yeah. It's just like, this is just amazing. This is just amazing comedy. Uh, Sopranos is a really funny show to me. I've been watching that for the first time. Okay. Really funny. The amount of malapropisms that go unacknowledged in that show, like one or two or three per episode. I will say, and I already knew this anyway, because you're a very words man, and uh-huh. I know this from watching you on stage and just talking to you in general, you're going to say at least seven words during this that I do not know at all. And, I, and I'm old enough. You, okay, your maturity lets you know that, that every movie is comedy almost. My maturity lets me know that today <laughs> there are words I do not fuck know and have never fuck heard. And that one, whichever one you just said, 
Do you remember the word you just said? Yeah, I do. Mala. Malapropism. Never Named after Lady Malaprop. It's it's you know it very well, especially as a comedian. It's when you say uh, uh, something like, uh, "What's a good example of uh, Noah Gardenschwartz's joke?" Of uh, he's like, "Yeah, I like to date black girls." I remember one of my friends said, "Ah, oh, so you like women with a lot of melatonin in them." That's a malapropism because melatonin sounds like melanin, which he meant to say. But mal malapropism is just using a word that sounds similar but is wrong. Got you. So, okay. Uh, like, there's just like quick scenes in Sopranos where he's like, "I heard you're going through therapy, and it's okay. There's not a stigmata associated with it these days. Just real simple." And they just go, and they're so quick. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah, because these are dumb people. They might be if they if like if they were smart, they'd be making the same amount of money doing a real job. But they're dumb, and that's how they're mobsters. And that's it's just to me, it serves as a great constant reminder that these are. Not these are stupid people. Is there any part of you inside, right, that would sort of like to be a criminal? Yeah, I mean, I always like villains. You know villains what I mean? Always interesting, but I, I, I just, I, I, I'd love to be a criminal. Yeah, I really would because it's almost like those guys are are dumb. Yes, dumb in the in the in the sense of. Uh, 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 education, school, degrees, whatever. But what they're not dumb in the in the eyes of is looking at a, a thing, right, and being like, okay, I can do this, this, and this, and then I got to pay tax on all this fucking money, mm. or I can just do this and get the same money, if not more, and no tax. I mean, that's pretty great. That'd be pretty fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, the power maybe is more appealing. Or, or, or like... I don't know, do you want to be tough? Do you want people to be afraid of you? Is that something that... No, I, that, that ship sailed a long time ago. <laughs> that ship sailed a long time ago, Broussard. I knew when I was 10 that I was never going to be that guy. You know, was, I hope this doesn't make me sound uh, arrogant, but like I always wanted to be that, and then I gave up on that. And somewhere along the line, I got tall enough and big enough, and my voice is deep enough that... People don't fuck with me very much. I always expect people to fuck. I mean, every now and then in New York, of course, they do. But like, I feel like whenever I walk by teenagers, I'm like, I'm surprised none of them made fun of me. I'm mm -hmm. wearing rainbow stripes on my sleeve. Like, I'm, I'm just. Yeah, but you're kind of jacked. You know, you got big arms, big. big chest. Yeah, there's not. Yeah, I got, if yeah I mean, but I wanted that. And now as soon as they stopped wanting it, yeah. it happened. Oh, so I get it. So if I, if I, I don't, I really don't want it. But if I really didn't want it, this is like that whole th thing. Uh, rich and grow. Yeah. Think and grow rich. Think rich and grow. It. Yeah. What is the book? Or or it's just time passed and now I'm bigger and I started lifting weights. I guess. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a strange thing of uh, and then it serves me well in comedy. I feel like people just kind of listen when I talk. I guess there's but. a whole thing in in uh, people think uh, and we got we have we have oh, oh I have a theory I have a theory please bring the theory. I was watching Lenny Marcus last night yeah and I was watching him and, and, and like you. He's angry and constantly criticizing the world around him, and he's 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 pissed off. <laughs> and I can never. What a simple breakdown of my whole life. Yeah, but in, in, and it's very. Both of you are very entertaining in doing so. It's, I was it's, kidding. It's wonderful. Um, but I, I I was sitting there being kind of jealous, being like, I don't get. I can't talk about my my scorn for others whenever I try to write a joke from perspective of fuck these people. Guys lose the crowd, and I was like, oh, because I'm actually threatening. <laughs> Like if I'm angry, it's it's only watching people who are powerless to do something yes. about it. Well, again, so, I, that's no, no, no. You, I get it. Like, no, hey man, look, Lynn is just a frustrated computer job. If you <laughs> if you stood up right now and told me I'm taking something in your apartment, there's nothing I could do about it. Yeah. And that is and that is the thing that people go, hey, I'm not gonna listen to this guy when he yells yeah. about Wendy's or whatever. Yeah. But me. You know, sometimes people want to fuck me, but not a lot. But I think when, probably when you go on stage, there's a lot of women that are like, yo, I would I'd suck this guy tonight. You know, <laughs> me, it's like I got to I got to. Hey, perform. some men, too. Absolutely. Some yeah, men too. I probably have more men than it. actually no. this. There's a lot of. OK, here we got so much news to get to. OK, <laughs> we have so much news to get to. We don't have that much news to get to. But uh, first of all, I'm very happy that you're here. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Second of all, I wanted to... Okay, so I'm going to start doing these because on, in my Instagram, right, I do these stupid things where I say what's worse. And I try to pick something that most people would hate and then some other wild thing that, of course, it's worse than this other thing. But I want to see how bad this first thing is to make people vote, you know, I'll take the other thing, even though it might be boiled in acid Anyway, so this is this is what this is, and I want to ask your opinion on it. What's worse to you, okay? okay? Just in general, then I'll tell you the stats of this. What's worse, 
being on a flight with a baby who will not stop crying. Non-stop. We're talking whole flight. Take off to landing. Baby will not stop crying. Okay? Okay. Or being on a flight where a man is in the aisles, right? And every once in a while, he might sexually assault you. Oh, I mean, there's just, I, I have to ask how long of a flight, how badly do I need sleep? Sleep's a great question. A couple people ask me about sleep. So sleep, um, you're going to need some sleep. But again, he's going to assault you. What, what's your definition of <laughs> that? That's a horrible question. To he's ask going to, my specific definition. Yeah. Well, he, he, he's going to grab your junk. You know, if you're, if you're, if you're a woman, he's going to, he's going to squeeze. He's not, he's, he's not going under your, he's not going under your pants. He's not going to fucking. orgasms involved? There's no orgasms involved. Okay. No, unless unless you unless you look at him in the aisle and you go, buddy, you go ahead. You know what I mean? If you go, look, I like what you're doing and keep keep doing it, right? No orgasms. And also, this whole sleep thing, a baby is going to be able to wake you up. We're talking screaming. Yeah, no no headphones. Yeah, that, that I do acknowledge. No matter how good your headphones Ugh. are, the baby's going to wake you. The ba- a baby's crying voice penetrates all things. It's, yes. it's a really wild sonic pitch it's like neutrinos it just it there's no barriers that it can't pass through absolutely it gets through everything it gets through everything so let's say let's say for both just as a i didn't even put this in the thing but let's say let's say it's a four hour flight you're going from here to i don't know fucking phoenix four hours is long four, four hours, hours is, long. is long yeah i was thinking I would, I would probably just drink some coffee try to stay up and read or watch <laughs> a movie with the baby okay. which sounds like a decent flight absolutely and then with you know I could I could blast I'd hear the baby but I could also hear the movie. Sure. Uh, the sexual assault. I think I'm gonna go with the baby. The baby. Yeah. Okay. Good. The baby. Well. Because uh, also I'm about to lose healthcare and the therapy I'd need for the you know this the sexual assault I wouldn't you know be. Well, it's very not gonna be that much. It's not gonna be that much therapy. You are you know the guy. Look. Yeah, they, but they you, there'd you... be some demoralizing aspect where I'd feel like less of a man for putting up with it, and I will. I would put up with it. I wouldn't say anything. <laughs> I wouldn't say anything. I'm the least conversational person. I'm like, well, I want to ruin his day. Also like, that on a mean. plane. Also on a plane, everything can be viewed as like a, a felony, you know. Right. So if you even get up and go, hey, like karate chop this fucking guy. Now you're both off the plane. But the way that I vision it is, this is a plane that allows this man to do this. So the because the, a baby is allowed to cry. There are no planes where they go, hey. There are no In babies. In exchange for refundable tickets. Nothing. Exactly. <laughs> if there's a baby crying on this plane, will we give you money back? Nothing. So let's just say that this is the same world that would allow a man to walk up and down the aisles and every once in a while sexually assault you. How about that man is a very famous comedian, and if you say anything, you'll lose your job. That's a. That's a. That's also. A, that's. Yep. That could be factored in here. That could also be factored in. Or a famous he's, fucking. He's uh, the executive TV. of a network. He's he's a TV anchor. He's Les Moonves. <laughs> <laughs> he's a TV anchor who you know recently was accused of rape. Yeah. When he was I'm already... not laughing at the victims, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> Oops. Uh, no. Uh, but so so you choose the assault yeah. is worse than the baby. Yes. Okay. Here are the stats on this. And then I want to, I want to, a little bit, okay. So the stats on this were 33% of people said the baby was worse. 33%. Because <laughs> at least the sexual assault is intermittent. You know? Yes. Yeah. 67% people said the assault was worse. A couple of people asked me, is the guy hot? Which I was like, hilarious. Yeah, all right, sure. That's funny. I'll go, yeah, he's, so he's, a, he's a hot man, buff. Yeah. Man covered in oil. Here's the thing that I don't think people were factoring in. Because you just hear baby and sexual assault. Now, clearly, Matthew Broussard, we're both adult men here drinking some coffee. Mm-hmm. Sexual assault is worse yes. than a baby crying. Yeah, it sticks with you. It's, it's, it's always under your skin. It's always in the back of your mind. Absolutely. But here's the thing that people don't factor in. So does a baby crying. You, you, don't, you don't just get off a plane and go, well, I'm, I'm over that. I mean, that is, that for me anyway, that's there for a minute. It, I for feel that. It's moments where I, where I feel disrespected, and I know I didn't stand up for myself. Those are the moments that stick with me for years and years. Little <laughs> confrontations, little times. I remember I got okay. a shouting master with someone in traffic, and I still wish I had done it, like gotten out of the car. I wish I had confronted. I wish I had stuck up for myself. That, so many things on planes where a woman said something to me in front of everyone, I just kind of just backed off. What was said, that? What would a woman say to you in front of everyone? Stop, I, I stop sexually up, assaulting me in the aisles, I was going back to see my dad. I was just getting off the plane, and uh, as soon as the, the seatbelt turned off, I got up and scooted up three rows. Got you. Three or four, kind of edge forward in this fat, trash, 
Florida woman. Just awful with her, like, too many kids with her. Uh, just being like, excuse me. You know, like, we're all waiting to get out, and you can't just jump in front. And I, I, I should have known better, but in my mind, I was just like, I don't know. I have my bag already. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm sorry. And I took two steps. I was like, yeah, you're rude. Wow. In front of everyone. Wow. And I was just like, Jesus. So getting off the plane when we were in the hallway together, I was like, hey, you really didn't have to say it like that. That was very disrespectful. Like, you're a rude person. I'm like, you're trash. <laughs> and she goes and she like walks away from me into a bathroom. And I'm like, I wish I had just laid in harder. Just like, you're right. I was Dude. rude, but you could have confronted me with some humanity because I clearly backed down in an instant. You called a woman trash, though, in an airport terminal. I mean, that, I don't think that's backing down. I might, trash. I, might, I don't know if it was trash. I mean, like. I think I just doubled them with something more classy than that, being like, you're rude and thoughtless. Like, I, I, whenever I get really angry at people, I'm always very careful in the words I choose, like, to never make it a cheap shot, to make it something that I know will stick, get under their skin later. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But that's, that's one of them. Trash wow. is a great word because it's... Love trash. It's never be ra- it'll never be racial. Because you're always worried about being <laughs> racist or sexist. Or like, well, I don't know if you're tra- always worried about being... Ra- I, I, there's, never, there's never a time that I feel that I'm, I'm worried about it. But I get what you're saying. Garbage, criminal... Trash. Criminals can get dicey. In this country. This country's wild. Everything's dicey. Criminal to me is just criminal. Like there's certain things. Just criminal. I don't even ever mean criminal. Mm -hmm. But that. Somebody yelling at you about that. And I can also see it from the other side where you're being a criminal. But there's a, you know, sometimes people have to run to connections. Sometimes people do already have their shit and they have to go. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, in this this instance, uh, Florida Gator lady. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, is is wild You know We can't be yelling at each other In a polite society And I, I had another one uh, Another one like that And it always just makes my blood boil Thinking about I was on the phone with my girlfriend At the Denver airport And I was filling up my water bottle I get to a, a water fountain At the same time as this man Who has like two kids and his wife Just a regular looking dude In his probably 40s And uh, I walk up and I was like I'm trying to point of what see what he needed And he didn't And I'm you know still talking on the phone And I put my water bottle in there I fill it And it's filling really slow and uh, I have like my hands all full and I look back at him. So I don't let it finish filling. I get about two thirds and it cuts off. So I just try to screw it on. And I, and I, I fumbled the screw it on like maybe two, even three times before I pick it up and walk away. He goes, hurry up. And I turn back and I go, what did you say? And he goes, hurry up. We're away. I was just like, use, no, you don't talk to a stranger like that. Yeah, like yeah. that's disrespectful. Show some class. You said that. Yeah, I, I remember I, my girlfriend was on the phone with me, so she heard all of it. And it, I was, I, I, was it class? I was like, I said, have some manners. Uh-huh. I was like, you don't talk to a stranger like that. Your kids are here. Be a good example for them. <laughs> you ever have kids goes, into it? Huh? Kids, uh, yeah, kids, uh, no, but no, not thing. they weren't at they, they weren't the butt of it. No, I was I know. making him the I, I like I'm, I well, try to be careful. Kids into it is is a very you know what I mean. You're you're, you're walking a real line. Yeah, most I, people I just hear like, kids and snap. People just yeah. You talking about anybody's kids? I said be a good role model for your kids. Wow, that was it in That's, front of his that, wife and his kids. They heard honest and to he God. goes millennial, <laughs> and that was the day. I'm gonna say, oh man, this word will get me canceled. There's a word I want to say on this podcast. Uh, I mean, I don't know what it is. Here, yeah. Look, first of all, there's a he list wanted of- to call me a homophobic slur, but can't anymore. So we use the term millennial. That's what I'll say. Okay, you could say that word. Nah, I don't want to. Good. Um, there's why well, I just I was gonna show you a list of but words. But his, his comeback was millennial. I was like, oh, okay, that's all he's got. Yeah. And my girlfriend was on the phone the whole time in my head. She was like, what was that? I was like, and then I watch him walk slowly out of the airport to his rental car, not to a flight. Rental car. Do you know that there are there are uh, uh, boxing matches that have happened for less, right? Or fights in the street that have happened for less People than. People don't try to fight me. Of course they don't. You're jacked, man. Look at, buddy, again, if you stood up right now and said, I'm yeah, going I'm... to take things in your apartment. I'm not a fighter is the fun part, though. <laughs> like, I, I have no coordinate. I would lose a fight so fast. But most fights have started for much less than yeah. somebody turning around and saying, be a good role model to your kids in front I'm, of that I'm, person's I'm very, kids. I'm very proud of that one. Well, like, that guy's a person that would easily let a man sexually assault him on a flight. Because <laughs> This again, is a tough looking guy. This guy looked like he was an engineer. He could do carpentry. He wasn't big. He was probably 5'10 exactly. and 160 pounds, but he was like, he was, he was, he was, a, he was a handsome man from whatever call. <laughs> he just looked like, a, he looked like a guy with like calluses on his hands for good reasons. You kind of feel like it almost sounds but like he you, probably watched Fox News. It sort of I mean, sounds he like definitely you, watched Fox News. It sort of sounds like you love this man. You know, what I mean? the, the biggest story here, the, the biggest story here, somehow he hears this podcast and goes, is that that fucking guy? He reaches out to you. You go, hey man, let's get a drink. 
just let bygones be bygones. You sit down, you We'd realize you have a lot of common. We probably complain about liberals together. Yes. You're like, yeah, and it feels like, and they need to say one thing over the line. I'm like, ooh, that's kind of. But I'm thinking he leaves his wife and kids for you. You guys, <laughs> you guys move into the wilderness. You know, <laughs> enjoy your whole lives. We all need a plane to sexually assault each other. See, this is okay. What what nobody factored in here, right? With the sexual assault and the baby on a plane, you can stop the man from sexually assaulting you on a plane. You can you, you get the fuck get the fuck. You know what I mean? Get the fuck out of here. You can. There's nothing you can do to stop a baby. You're not even allowed to get up, right, and go to the mother, dad, or whoever, and go. The fuck is going on back here? Right. You can't do it. But we wouldn't stick up for ourselves, and I think that's the big one thing that blows my mind. And this organized society, we talk about this it's like, oh, it's a terrible. In America, it's amazing how many rules we follow. We follow, and how rarely we resort to force to enforce those rules. How often have you seen someone be? compelled even i'll see people try to steal stuff from stores uh-huh. be confronted by a stop on a shore owner like crazy homeless people in new york city yeah and they'll be walking out they'll be like hey give it back they're like, like yeah how did you not have to rip that out of its pocket you're right uh, in, in terms of Unbe- like because social stigma yes. is a far more threatening force than physical might in this weird world we live in in, in america in this I society think. no you're right in, in first world society and it's more degrading to fall subject to that kind of enforcement than yes. it is for someone to just jam you against a wall <laughs> in a strange way which is why you're I, not I, wrong which which makes you you know have have sympathy for for it, it personally makes me understand like women in the me too movement of like yeah it's even worse that they weren't physically forced they were forced because of a, a, a corporate hierarchy or or or, or <laughs> leveraging their dreams that's worse. I would I would rather be physically forced into something. Well, at least I fought back. Yeah, and also there's a crime. There's a, like a crime crime there. Yeah. There's a crime on paper that we we have all decided this is a crime. Yeah. But but using using somebody is not a crime. We have we have not put that down on paper as crimes, and we also have not put down on paper. It is interesting because yes, most people would rather less. People, <clears throat> it is worse to embarrass somebody publicly. Like if that woman right would have slapped you. Um, she's in the wrong 100%, and you're the hero. I win. Uh, you win without even doing anything. Yeah. She slaps you. Everybody go, Everybody would come up to you on, on that flight and go, dude, she's yeah. fucked. I cannot believe that happened. But because she went, you're rude. Now you're the slapper. Now you're the one that people on the plane look at and go, wow, look and at I'm, this guy. I default that before I do anything. Most people assume kind of those kinds of things about me. Well, you're a jacked man. And again, if you <laughs> wanted to take anything in my apartment, it's yours. Thanks. I appreciate it. The dog's cute. <laughs> Uh, yeah, those but moments. Is, but but you, know what the, you know what the worst is? Is when someone's like, do something. The second mm. someone says that, and you're like, fuck, cause I won't. Mm-hmm. And that's what I always want to say when someone's kind of mouthing off to me, being like, you're not going to do anything. It's the one thing I always want to say. I'm like, that could actually make them do something. Well, that's, that is the – we. it's funny because most men, I'd say just about all, have that thing where there's certain things that every man knows, like a lot of like horror movies or just movies from the 80s, they'll be like, what are you, chicken? And that really used to work. That used to be like a thing for younger men. You'd hear that and be like, I'm not a fucking chicken. That, the chicken thing goes away. But that that thing that's like, oh, no, I'm not what you're saying. Yeah, someone said that to me the other day. Yeah, walk away. Yeah, that's see, that's that's yes. You're you you, you are I demanding. Like, I, I have a show in twelve minutes, so yeah, I will, I will. I'm gonna go get paid to do my dream. But you're demanding somebody altercate. That is what you're asking. You want to fight someone so bad. Since I've started living in New York, every day I was like, I just want to fight someone one day. But you can't, man. All you gotta do fight. is, uh, but as, as you said, you just have to shame shame people. That's what you do. You scream in the streets and you let people know they're garbage. I got spit on. I've heard I. I believe I heard you talk about this on stage. What the hell happened? Because spit is another one. Spitting on somebody is, again, zero to 2,000. If was you am- spit on somebody just about every time, unless you're completely psychotic and people are like, I just don't want to deal with this person, most times, though, people are going to run at you, fight you. I mean, that screams, fight me. Yeah. So what happened? Here was the situation. This was in February. I had gone to physical therapy in the morning. And I took an acid dose because I had a full Monday to myself. That's my weekend. And I walked downstairs out of the physical <laughs> therapy. I'm going to walk into Whole Foods, grab a snack, go upstairs, and trip in peace. My arm is in a sling. My left arm, I cannot raise it. I have had massive soldier surgery. So I'm walking around with one arm in a sling. I only have my right arm. I'm walking. Are you left handed? I'm right handed. Okay. But I got you. No, you still got yeah. one arm. Yep. 
um, little guy, looks like, <laughs> didn't look crazy. He looked like, he looked and dressed like a member of, uh, no, I'm good. Uh, you know, Ray Shremond, whatever, yeah. however you pronounce it. He looked like one of those guys. Dressed cool, young, little guy. Must have been, yeah, you know, not, I outweighed him by 40, 50 pounds. Um, Sway, Sway Lee. Something like that. And I don't know the other guy's Picture name. Picture that, for, for, for lack of a better. And uh, walking through, and he just, uh, walking through, you know, the front foyer where the two doors, there's one door opens and then the next door opens. Yep, so yep. Just keep the cold air up. Walking through there, he, I just, he spits on me at point blank range. And I stop, and I turn, and I go, did you just spit on me? He goes, what? What are you going to do about it? And he starts backing up. And I'm following him. He's just – and we're, we're walking around this it's, – it's going outside. I'm screaming at him. like, you coward. Dude, you're spitting. <laughs> you I, I, you cow. Again, I choose my words carefully. This is like the 1800s. I go, I have one arm, and you can't even <laughs> fight me. Look, you're running away from me. I have one arm, and you're running away from me. And then, and then I, and then I, he was like, "What, what are you gonna do, huh, huh?" And he was like, "He's clearly just crazy and a loony. Is is afraid to fight me, even under these circumstances." Uh, and and again, he would the the public would see me fighting him, and less the arm sling would typically side with him. Absolutely, because uh, he's just such sling. a clear underdog in that fight. But in and the, the arm sling, it's just like. I was like, it was like, if my other arm was out, I would, I would have this guy on the concrete. It, it's spitting was, I, I've never, and, and like the acid maybe starting to kick in in this moment. What did the spit look like with the acid? Was it like a little demon? Uh, did it look like, did, <laughs> no, did no you hallucinate yet. as no like a, no, okay. Yet. Where did he spit, by the way? Right here on my like oblique. So he looked down and spit at your stomach? <laughs> no, it must, it probably, it, it just, it just curved. hit broadside of my, my, well, you're my so torso. T- you're so tall and big. It, <laughs> it bounced off of your chest. And I remember he had a, he had a price tag hanging off a pair of cheap uh, sunglasses. Like a pair of like uh, Clubmaster, like Ray-Ban Clubmaster. Okay. Like, kind of, <laughs> I don't know, like John Lennon lenses, something like that. And uh, I remember at the end of it, I spit on him. You spit on him? At the end, I just spit and he goes, you missed. I go, I won. And what was away. this? Where was this? In the Whole what Foods. The, the Whole Foods near this? Barclay. Wow. Yeah. And I've never seen him there since, but security was like, yeah, he's around here. He's a loony. Oh, okay. So it's like a completely psychotic human being. Yeah. Yeah. Again. But in, again, in, I mean, I, I handled it well, but I wish I could have fought him. There's just, looking back at my fantasy would be to fight him. But you, once you spit, there's no words that could combat with spit. But, but crazy people. I had a guy spit on my car once, too. Cra- car doesn't really. But crazy people. Crazy people. You cannot, you can't fucking fight crazy. You can if you want, but now, you know, as the old thing goes, don't don't argue with the stupid people because yeah. other people won't be able to tell who's... We've really touched down my anger on this. I don't, I don't, I don't address my anger very much. I mean, that's the whole... Uh, this is a, this most of the podcast. Yeah. Just getting I, I to the like bottom, of, uh, bottom of anger. So, so um, what was I going to say? Uh, anyway, in a regular situation, spitting on somebody is a, is a real problem. Also, this is a side note. So you, you mentioned me and Lenny in terms of people being mad to a degree oh, on stage. No, yeah. no, no, no. I'm not saying this a bad way. Are you a per, are you like a I feel mad? Like Joe Pesci right now. Angry how? <laughs> <laughs> would you say that you're like a mad? Man? No. You no, I'm not. Like, would you? Okay, well, let me ask this question. I have two questions now. Did you think I'm a mad man? Like I'm an angry man? I'm not angry, but you're uh, you're pissy. Hmm. You can be pissy, oh, uh, like an uh, old aunt. <laughs> I mean, I, you you have your you, your frustration can be irrational. Like I want to tell a story, and I want out anyone that we were. <laughs> oh no, no, we don't have to tell names, but yeah, please yeah, tell the story. You and I were in Vegas performing at the Sally together, yes. and we were talking to a very sweet man, yes, who, who, who was a friend of ours. Sure, and you you were saying good night to him. We were talking in the lobby, and he, he comes to say you know say goodbye to you. We're uh-huh. all sitting there, and you you take a step. And you have accidentally knocked over his coffee that he had set on the floor onto your brand new, yeah. bright white, <laughs> um, what is that, mesh fly yeah, knit like a, sneakers. Like a, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, but, uh, but, yes. you, you were angry in that moment, though you contained it. Yes. And then walking away, you turned into Yosemite Sam. Yes, I did. Like, who set the coffee on the floor? <laughs> Which, right, it was kind of dumb of him, but like... Not that dumb. Who, and you were but, so... You were, you, I, you were inconsolably frustrated I was, in that moment. I was... Unbelievably mad, but I but I know enough to be like, look, I looked at the situation and I went, it's you not necessarily it it's not necessarily this person's fault. But but it, I ask you again, sir, <laughs> if we take these coffees into the street, right, and we we run into a friend in the street, do we put our coffee down? Do you put your fucking cup of coffee down? 
N- no, but I'm I'm a complacent enough person that I've pulled shit like that a billion times. In a, in a public casino? Sure. You have yes. two hands. I'm a very complacent person. But you have two hands. There's no reason to put a fucking coffee on the floor. Hold hold, hold the fucking coffee in one hand. He something else in his hands, too. But yeah. What did he have in his hands? He wanted, he I don't know. He wanted to give you a hug or something. There's no place to set it down. We were on a big broad. There's no reason to set it down is the thing. If you're holding a cup of coffee. You a hug or something. Don't hug me. Be like, I have a coffee. <laughs> still, I have a fucking angry. coffee. Yeah. Because it was such a wild. And the way they looked at me was like, oh, he kicked my fucking coffee. But I want to go, you put a fucking coffee down on the floor of a casino. Yeah. So no, I don't think they were angry at you for kicking the coffee. I think I think he genuinely felt really bad in that moment. I saw his eyes. he was the opposite of you. I saw he his eyes. He the least anger-prone <laughs> person I've ever met in my he life. He looked at his coffee and was like, oh, God, now I don't have a coffee. And I'm looking at shoes like, are you fucking? So in that see, moment. See, when I look at a situation like that, I'm like, I can see how both of them feel. I really try to think from the other person's perspective and well, how usually times when people are angry at you, it's because you made them feel little. Well, in this moment, I looked at this situation and I went, I can't, it was just a thing that happened. But that's why when we walked away, I said, Matthew Broussard, can I tell <laughs> I said this. I remember this. I said, I said, can I say a thing just to fucking get this off my chest? And you go, go ahead. And then I went on a Yosemite Sam yelling about the fucking coffee on the fucking floor and why yeah, would anybody do that? Yeah. But then once I did that, it you was got it done. out. Exactly. I just have to, you know what I mean? But I don't have fits. I, I don't have that. I have a lot of, um, I usually internalize it of like, what's wrong with me? I usually, I, I'm usually quick to, I, I, I don't know. I think it was it drilled in by my mom of being like, what was your fault in this? Why are you to blame for this? Uh-huh. Which I think is how everyone feels, but it's very easy in that moment to be like, no, everyone else, not me, everyone else. That's a protection thing I think a lot of people do from time to time. Sure. What is it? Depression is just rage turned inward. Jesus. And I, I'm, that's from Sopranos. And <laughs> it's been I, a long time since I've seen Sopranos. So good. Uh, very good commentary on like toxic masculinity and, and, and rage, but it's it's just so so terrible strip clubs. If we're getting very serious, well, no, what's funny? One of my favorite things in TV shows is is watching the budget increase from season to season. Because as we show, they probably started pretty low budget. By the end, they probably had so much money to throw around. You can see in the quality of the strippers. That's hilarious. And that's like horrible three. to say quality of a human uh-huh. being, but like you're like, yeah, that's a much more expensive tit job by season <laughs> six. You know what I mean? Like those are those are straight up like well paid porn stars, whereas the others were like women they found from a local strip club. The woman from Fargo, who was like, oh, funny yeah, looking, yeah, just yeah. got her. But just it, all those all those shows where they show a strip club, it's just like a, a woman over there and a guy over here, and like yeah. I guess that's what happens. But any of those strip clubs, those are again, daytime at strip clubs. They club should most of the shut. Time. They should shut those down. You've been to a strip club in Quebec, right? I've never. I've been to like one strip club in my life, and it was in Miami, so it's probably a very good one. Oh yeah, Miami sounds like a party. Yeah. But um, yeah. So, th- but this is why I didn't react openly with this man because I get it. It's not necessarily his fault. I was just upset about it. Mm-hmm. But this is why I said to you personally, I was like, I gotta get, th- I gotta get this fucking off my goddamn chest before I fucking snap. Yeah. So it's just that small. Thing. And and one thing I've really learned from being in a relationship is uh, no amount of logic is going to calm someone's emotion. <laughs> Yeah, it's like that emotion's there, and you're not gonna you're not gonna you know quantify why it shouldn't exist, and uh, suddenly poof, oh, it's gone. You're right, I shouldn't be upset. Yes, like I'll get in arguments with my girlfriend all the time. She's like, you didn't text me back for three hours. I'm like, actually, it's an hour forty five. If you look at the times, <laughs> and then she gets angrier. Yes, yeah, yeah. There's certain like, times the you just gotta let still there. Let you, the emotion be. Yeah, you gotta let people spin, man. Yeah. So you're not okay. So you're not an angry man on the inside, but you see people who no, get I, angry, and you're like, "I'm angry with the people close to me." Like I'm sure my girlfriend would consider me a somewhat like a, a pretty angry person. Okay, but not like rageful. I don't think she'd consider me like a like, like you're yell not at her, throwing her through windows, or God, I'm not, I'm not a physical. I'm just not a, a violent person by any means. Like, yeah, it's never. <laughs> I was kidding. I, I never Imagine if you that. literally went, yeah, I've thrown it through a I couple mean, of windows. I like really asking for Like the Sean Connery type answer. Well, violence is sometimes. Sometimes you got to slap a woman. Yeah. And nobody even really cared because you're like, well, you know, he's a 78-year-old man or whatever yeah. the fuck he was at the time. The guy's it, coming from, is he Scot- he's Scottish? He's from Scotland? Scotland. Yeah, Scott. He's yeah. like an 80-year-old man from Scotland? Bodybuilder, former bodybuilder. I didn't know he was a bodybuilder. Yeah, I could see an old old bodybuilder from Scotland every once in a while clapping a woman. Now, is that good? <laughs> no, terrible. it is. What's weird I mean, is, is like in the '90s, he kind of got away with that. If you said that yeah. now, jeez. I wonder. Well, somebody's probably gonna dig that up when he dies. Somebody will play that and be like, "We never should have fucking liked him anyway." Burn all the old James mm-hmm. Bond movies. But you're like, yeah, it's like if a knight came back and somehow found a time machine in night night time mm-hmm. and flew to our time. 
you know? Instead of people being like, wow, we got a knight here. Everybody be like, you fucking murder people for fun and you, you're a piece of shit, you know? Yeah. But you're like, you got to look at some... Colonizer. Some, yeah, some things you got to look at in the time frame that they were uh, they were in. I've said this before, but uh, you know, people talk about the Bible being like racist and uh, misogynistic, but God's pretty progressive for infinity. <laughs> it's been around forever. I mean, he has been think around about forever. how racist your grandpa is. Now multiply that by <laughs> infinity. Yes, the whole. I haven't. Have you read the Bible? I read a book about the Bible called "Don't Know Much About the Bible," which summarized it. Okay. Not too, not too uh, long ago. I went to some uh, summer school. I went to Sunday school a tiny bit as a kid, but I don't really remember. I any did of it. that. I learned the the, the the portions of the Torah they read us. To- I, I just remember Jewish, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just remember Jesus on a thing, and we had to color him in. It <laughs> was like yeah. a real thing, and you're like, "Why are we coloring in Jesus?" For God's sake! And but yeah, I just learned you're like, well, a lot of people wanted to kill us. Mm. I had a friend who, again, name I'm not going to say, and a joke he can never do, but it it made me laugh at the time, and it made people laugh. He did it like two times, but he goes, um, he's like, you know, the Jews are talking about being prosecuted all the time. He's like, Jews go here, they get they get prosecuted, they go here, and they get. Persecuted, sorry. They go here, they get persecuted. They go here, no, they get we persecuted. We do the prosecuting. We make great lawyers. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. He's like, they, get, they go here, they get persecuted. They go here, they go persecuted. <laughs> they, get, they go here, they get persecuted. He goes, maybe it's you, Jews. Yeah. <laughs> I heard, uh, I heard, uh, what's his name? There's some like, this like uh, psychotic open micer. I won't even give it, I won't even say his name on a podcast, but they bring him on Legion of Skanks a lot because he's just crazy and just goes up there and says, straight up hate speech and he's like what it's my comedy it's my art but we're like that was one of his jokes but he said it with no grace yeah I mean, like if you kicked out 150 countries maybe it's your fault but like ah but you mean it so it's not funny yeah yeah you know it's my funny friend when did, you say it sarcastically yeah my friend just said and i was like buddy that's so funny i was like but that you can't do a, that anywhere you could tell that joke it'd be very fun i think that's a good joke from a jew like i don't think any like joke is off limits if it's told from the right perspective with the right intention yeah tone context all that kind of yes. thing if it's not coming from a hate filled like if it was just me or lenny right screaming on a stage from going from grocery bags to Jewish people, it'd be like, buddy, what are you doing? This Lenny's is just a Jew, so you'd be alone on that one. You're right. It's just me. So it's me on stage screaming, yeah. uh, which I, I never would do anyway. But you're right. If somebody told it in like a, uh, uh, and the way that my friend did it, I was like, buddy, that's so funny. But like, that's, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, yeah, there's nothing I can do with this. But he's like, I just thought it was funny. And yeah, that's it. That's. <laughs> so, okay, where, before we, uh, I, guess, I mean, I guess we're going to get out of here. Where did, uh, the, there was so many other, you see this piece of paper? This has so much news on it. And we didn't touch any of it. It's uh, every time, every week. Is that week. okay? I, I write know. down, I write down news every week. We, we stayed on the subject of anger pretty well. Can I get we to. We didn't jump all around. Yeah, okay. Let's, let's jump to it. So back to this real quick. Let's just sum this up here with all the conversation we've had. Baby crying on a plane or a man who potentially could sexually assault you. There's nothing, there's nowhere in this that it says you have to let this happen. You can fight him off. You can tell a flight attendant. You can be like, hey. What the fuck are we doing here, you know? Um, you can't do that with a baby. So me personally, I really think the baby's worse. I, oh, really? I really think that the baby's worse. That shrill fucking... I don't know how parents... I'm, I'm serious. I don't know how parents do it. When, when, when people say that, like, I love my kids, I get it when that kid can talk, when that kid has, like, a, a personality. I understand that 100%. When it's just a pile of shit that screams that's the part where i go how do you i mean i guess because it's yours you love it but i mean that noise how do you not like you know every once in a while the paper programmed by evolution to make you feel that way that's crazy stinks it's wild because every once in a while there's a story in the paper unpleasant sound to us there was a thing in the paper not long ago in the bronx a guy full-on threw his baby on the floor full-on threw his baby on the fucking floor baby died he's going to jail for like fucking 15 years or whatever and I remember reading that and just going, Jesus, that's awful. I don't know how you can do that. And then you hear a baby cry and you go, how do you not do that? You know, how yeah. do you stop yourself from throwing? Imagine if every, you have, you hold your phone in your hand a lot, right? Imagine if every once in a while your phone shrieked, like shrieked nonstop. No matter what you did, you pushed all the buttons. <laughs> it doesn't move. It doesn't stop. I mean, what would you do? Eventually you're going to throw it across the fucking room. You know what I think is a, a, a decent comparison? That's a great point. You know what I think is a decent comparison in my mind that might explain why you chose the baby? What makes you angrier? When your neighbors are loud and keep you up? Or when birds wake you up? And there's a weird way birds you feel more powerless against. Yeah, you can't. What you with do? people, it's like, well, I, have, I could call the cops or I could, I could uh, like, reason with them. And yes. There's, there's things with my power. A bird, 
Yeah, what are you gonna do? I can't scare off. I don't have a gun. I remember I at four, three or four in the morning there was a. I had to go downstairs outside and try to shoo away a bird in college. I was the angriest I've ever been. I've been woken up by parties. I've been woken up by music. Yeah, that made me so upset because yeah. I couldn't get it away. Yes, and now you've just become Grandpa Simpson in the yeah. meme, who's like old man, old man yells, yells at cloud. <laughs> because what are you gonna? It's a bird. And you're right. Bird. And there's the baby thing. There's nothing you can do but deal with it. That's why I think it he, is. It is for all intents and purposes an inanimate object. Yes. Not inanimate, but uh, a non-sentient object. Can't do anything. You can't even talk to the people who own the non-sentient object. Mm-hmm. But an assaulter walking up and down the aisle with a trench coat or whatever. You know what I mean? You can go, hey, buddy. Got options. You can throw a coffee in his face. You can go, what the fuck are we doing? You can push the call button. You can push the little button and go, hey, is this guy going to do this the whole flight? Yeah. Another example of societal, like society enforcing more social, social norms enforcing more than physical might. When have you actually seen someone physically get dragged out of a comedy show? Uh, I, uh, how much more often? No, you're right. Who don't listen to comedy. Yeah. People, the, the worst heckler, the most fuck you, angry standing. They get asked to leave, and they're like, "All right." And they, most they times, walk out. Maybe they have times, like their elbows in someone's elbows, or what? But, but it's never someone being picked up and lifted out, despite the size of the bodyguards. Yes, and and to to, to your guards. point about the societal, the crowd usually turns on those people, mm-hmm. and that's kind of why those people shut up, or they turn on everybody. But they know they were, they know they're fully wrong when a right. whole crowd turns. But, but I have seen people be thrown. Really? Okay. I don't know if I've seen that. Here's what I've seen. Here's what I've seen, Matthew Bizarre. We're talking uh, a couple years ago, New York, New, uh, 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 Gotham Comedy Club. Um, uh, Jay Moore's headlining. A woman is talking on the other side of the room. So you know how, they, like, the door and then the whole room? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so, that's, that's a sideways hallway that you're performing in. So so they got a, a bouncer went over and grabbed her and picked her up. Not picked her up from this side. They just were like, hey, you got to come with us because you're being very, very loud. So they walk her through the whole, the whole back where the glass is, mm-hmm. all of that. She's fine. They get her to the door, the door door. And she, that's when she goes, I'm not fucking leaving. And the guy goes, you have to, we're going to talk to you on the outside. Like you're being very disrespectful, disruptive. She goes, no, no, I'm not fucking leaving. And screaming, bouncer, having none of it. Grabs her, throws her. She hits the middle bar of the door and it bursts open. One of her shoes flies in the air. And the door closes behind her, and uh, I look over again, and now she's very calm talking to a ba- – like, very calm. <laughs> and she was gone. But that's the only time I've seen somebody thrown thrown. There's a there's a gender dynamic at play with female hecklers versus male hecklers, mm-hmm. and this is uh, this is painting in, in broad strokes, And I, uh, but I think women in those situations can be more uh, to deal with because they don't they – don't, logically entertain the idea of physical confrontation Absolutely. at the end of it. Men, when you, when you, I feel oh, like as yes. a man, if you speak up during a show, it'd be like, I could get punched. Absolutely. I could get tackled. Women, yeah. I don't think women see it as, as real of a thing because nope. they're like, he wouldn't grab me and throw me <laughs> out the door of Gotham. And that's He'd why. He'd be crazy. He'd be, there'd yes. be illegal repercussions. And those in guys front are... of everyone, he'd never. <laughs> those guys are all old cops. So she got And they're hung. itching to do it, dude. Like... They're, they're big with, dudes. They're, they're just watching. They're watching the same comedy every night. I'm sure <laughs> they watch more comedy than we do Absolutely. by a bunch. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they hucked her. But you're right. She was like, "There's no way they're gonna." Yeah, and that changed her whole. Hecklers. That changed her whole life from that day forward. What's the What's the she, Mike Tyson quote? Everyone has a plan to get punched in the mouth or thrown through a comedy <laughs> club door. Through a door, yeah. And from that moment on, she knows never again. If somebody cuts her off yeah. on a plane, she's never gonna go. Hey. You were rude because she yeah. knows she might get thrown through a fucking door. I this weekend I had my first real big incident ever at a comedy show, like a real big thing happen. Okay, that disrupted the show. I've never had like a heckler. I've had hecklers like quietly escorted out during my set. Yeah, but this was I had someone just four minutes into a forty-five minute set pass out. Jesus, and they it took it put, drunk. No, it turned out to not be. But at the time we had to assist. Like we were all we all suspected it was a drunk thing, but uh, we, I was on stage probably just completely quiet for 60 seconds with the lights on which is an eternity mm-hmm. and then i i started making a couple jokes and someone yelled shut up which i didn't <laughs> hear and then someone said uh, then as they're walking to the door i'm like are we good are we keep going we gotta we go we're we gonna call it and he goes some guy just stands up in the door and goes cut it off 
And he had no authority to say that. Funny. I was just really like, I was like, I don't think you work here. And that got, and then I started like making some jokes, not at his expense. I mean, sure. like, I was like, for someone to pass out drunk, I was really, I really thought it was going to be this bachelorette party right next to them. Y'all are very well behaved for a bachelorette party. You know, congrats to you. Let's hear. And then started getting some jokes in and wow, does that, uh, uh, unify a crowd. Yeah. After that, it just felt like such a better show. The show continued, obviously. The, sh the show continued in a really wonderful way. There are no shows that stop for any reason. Honest to God. Yeah, that was the weird thing. The two people hanging me. I'm like, you, want, you have to understand. Like, I know it's like immoral. Like, if he died, I'd still keep going if they said go. The, the, they would say go. They're never going to stop it. A grenade a could money. roll into the building and blow up a third of the audience. Yeah. And the, the, you just see the, the, the manager in the back be like shrugging his shoulders. Mm -hmm. And you just continue while there's like brain on you. Mm -hmm. And then this this side is shaking in fear and you just somehow make right. it work. Nobody, no shows ever stop. It would have to be like John Caparulo, that video of that woman. Yes, throwing. Yes, yes. Have you seen the, 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 the mugs <laughs> at the comedy and magic club? No, but they I have can lots of corners and yeah. edges. They are, they are very good projectile weapons. And she threw a, yeah. a glass at him for a Trump joke. Show kept going. I've he seen, could have been outside filing assault papers. I, I've seen a to guy take that one to court. attacked on stage. She'll continue. She'll continue. John? That guy continued. No, no, this is oh, in Canada. Yeah, yeah. He just was in Canada. Uh, 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 continued. A guy got it. A guy got fully attacked. A bouncer grabbed him, and the guy on stage is like, "What the fuck?" And the show just yeah. continued. My girlfriend said something funny about women of women fighting. Because women are so much better at fighting than men. If you see two women physically fighting, that's just the beginning of the conflict. When when women really fight, it's in far more subtle. It's it's like cyber espionage type stuff. Of oh, like, we're talking like uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, women's like men resort to fighting because they're bad at fi physically fighting because they're bad at actually fighting. Have you ever seen women actually yeah, fight? I went though? to a real ghetto middle school. It's yeah. truly horrendous. It's, it's like hair. It's a lot of hair it and claws. Is, it is fucking awful. And they go to watch. down immediately. Yes. So it's like a dog. Where they, yeah, it is it's like down a dog immediately. Fight. They're on the ground immediately. <laughs> so it's all the hits are taken from the ground. And you're like, which whoever had their their dominant arm yeah. uh, up from the floor. Is gonna be like really winning that fight, and you have awful. to physically peel them apart. Mm -hmm. It's awful. Yeah. All right, we're gonna get out of here. Okay. Um. So Matthew Broussard, where can people find you? Uh, Monday Punday is my Twitter and my Instagram. I'm gonna be in Salt Lake City, December 12th through 14th. I'm gonna be at the Tacoma Comedy Club, New Year's Eve. Oh, and, uh, New Year's Eve. That's great. Yeah, first time in one of those. Um, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Thank man. you. This was so great. Um, I'm, I'm an angrier person now. <laughs> uh, the DC Improv, I'm going to be there November 8th and 9th. NathanMack.com for other shows. And again, anybody wants to donate to the podcast, I will, any amount of money, I will uh, send you a sticker. And uh, that is uh, life. Thank you guys so much for listening. Rate, subscribe, comment, all that stuff. Uh, whoever buzzed my apartment during this, I swear to fuck, <laughs> I will find you and I will kill you. Thank you very much.